for this podcast made possible by you. Visit www.allgirlsconsidered.org slash donate to help us build a world of endless possibilities for girls. Welcome to All Girls Considers Podcast. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Rianza. And today we are here with Valerie Cromas. So Valerie, we've recently read on your blog that you actually accidentally became a video game developer. Would you explain that story for our listeners? For sure. And I also just want to say hi and thanks for having me on. This is really exciting. So thank you for your time. And I'm super excited to share my story with you. Uh, So with that, I will begin. So you wanted to know how I accidentally became a game developer. Back in 2000, I was uh, lucky enough to relocate with my family to the Bay Area in California. At some point, I lost my job and I needed to start searching for another one. So shortly after losing it, I was scouring the newspaper for possible job opportunities. And this is way back when, when job one ads were actually in the newspaper. So I went and picked up a newspaper and noticed this big ad from Electronic Arts that they were hiring game testers. I didn't really know what to expect from my initial inquiry, but I applied because I was a pretty avid gamer at the time and really enjoyed it. I went through the first interview. They actually offered me the opportunity to join their two-week training session, which constituted learning how to test a game, what makes a game, the game developer cycle. And then once I finished that training, I was actually hired on as a contract tester for my first game, which was The Sims for PS2. And I just kind I wanted to reiterate that a lot of adults really don't like me telling the story because they're like, well, why would you willingly tell people about you losing your job? But I also wanted, but it's actually a really interesting story because it gives me momentum to say that at one point your plans could be thrown completely by the wayside It and completely send you tail spinning into a different direction. But it was a good thing. And I recovered. And so eventually, I actually became a developer. And I've been doing so since 2000. Wow, that's a very interesting story. Do you have any goals you want to accomplish with your career? I do. So in my short term, I'd love to move into a leadership role. That's one thing that I really like is managing people, but also mentoring. And long term, What I really want to do is I want to actually own my own software company that will focus on tech that can be used for game development and forensics. So kind of think about The Sims, but with real-life physics, scenario playthroughs of possible crime situations. So it would be something like a storytelling mechanic for courtrooms is what I'm hoping to do. That's really cool. I hope you accomplish that. Do you suggest or wish you take in any specific classes to obtain the skills needed to excel in your type of job? Absolutely. This is one of the questions that I love answering because even though early on I took a lot of art and creative courses, I really wish I had spent a little bit more time in the coding and development process. Uh, That's one thing that I'm still learning about and I feel like that's one of my lacking points as far as my responsibilities go that's cool (laughs) and by and by coding i mean you know learning a c sharp c plus plus i know a bit of scripting and lua and other other kinds of scripting but i feel like i could i could really well round myself out if i had more experience in coding and probably open a little bit more doors for myself as well Oh, okay. You listed childcare as one of your former employments. Do you think you are making an impact on kids' lives now as a senior game designer? That's a really good question. And it makes me really excited because I get a chance to talk about one of the most pivotal moments in my career. And that was when I was working with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Up until then, I didn't really give it much thought. I was 
At that time, I was tasked with making a playable experience based on a child's wish to come toward the King's Isle studio. Um, this is when I was working at King's Isle at the time. And he had no idea that we were going to put him in the game and create a bit of playable content in his name and legacy. The sweat, toil, and stress all culminated into this emotional experience that everyone who took part in shared in. And it still makes me really emotional this, this day. As I, as I uh, relay this, this story, I do tend to get a little choked up because I'm like, well, I didn't realize that something so simple could make a child's day. Um, and on top of that, I just really love mentoring, especially people who are really interested in getting into the industry, you know, so that's, that's one of my favorite aspects. Yeah, I really like that. I just, I think it's very cool that um, you get to mentor and then I really, uh, so I was wondering, what do you think we can do to break the stereotypes of male slash female jobs? That's such a good question. And that's something that's such a hot button, button topic right now. And, and I personally feel my generation kind of hit a pivot point in noticing that gender-specific roles are rather antiquated and in dire need of real evaluation. It's just something that we need to just kind of reinvent the wheel on. Um, we're still working towards breaking through these roles, but we still have a lot of work to do, if that makes sense. Um, I think I think it's important to remember that pe- that we're people first and that gender isn't really what defines who we are. Um, because we aren't cardboard cutouts or templates. A lot of us have very individual and unique interests, but it's just finding that overlap. And I think that that's a good start in bridging um, our the, the gender gap, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I really see that how like just seeing people like as individuals, like rather than like male versus female could really help. So what challenges have you encountered as a female video game designer? So I would like to actually say that it has been smooth sailing, but it hasn't. Um, as a woman game developer, I have had my mix of situations that have made me uncomfortable and could actually be constituted as traumatic and considered harassment. Um, over the time, though, I've learned how to handle these, these certain people and situations. But ultimately, it's really my hope that these situations become fewer and farther between, especially with the uh, the exposure due to the Me Too movement. I think now it, it brings a lot more of the conversation a little bit more present. So we can actually start working towards going back to that whole, we're not male, female, uh, you know, it it's all about just individuals. And if someone's bullying you um, to call them out on it, or if someone's harassing you, it's really important to understand that we, we as a society should not accept that. That is not okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, What advice would you give to girls listening to this podcast? So my first piece of advice is to never stop learning. Um, And never let anyone make you feel uncomfortable about wanting to learn or be who you are. It took me years to get there. And I really, it took me a while to learn that lesson. And I'm just hoping that the more I can relay my story, the more it kind of resonates with everyone else is that you don't have to abide by certain rules. You can be who you are without, you know, going outside of your, you can go through your outside of your comfort zone without putting someone else's feelings at stake. Um, Also, if if it's feasible, try to find a mentor or someone you admire that you feel comfortable opening up to and asking for advice. Uh, Listen to them and learn from their experiences while also feeling comfortable enough to give them feedback too. So once you find a mentor or someone you feel like you can just create a uh, back and forth with, it's really important to develop that channel where you feel like you're both learning from each other. 
So if you find someone who um, is able to eschew you into whether it's a you know, a, a school subject matter, if it's a career, just, just spend some time learning from them and letting them learn from you. Well, thank you, Valerie, for taking your time for doing this podcast. And No problem. And- it was my pleasure. Do you ladies have any other questions? I know that you had some already prepared, but if you have any impromptu ones or off the cusp, let me know. And I'm more than willing to answer either now or through email or anything. Mm, no, we don't have any more. Okay. Sounds good to me. Well, thank you for your time. It's, it was definitely exciting doing all this and putting all my answers together. It really made me think a lot about where I am in my current situation and where I want to move forward and how I can kind of help the next generation into becoming game developers as well. Okay. And thank you for listening to the AGC podcast. Of course. All Girls Considered believes in a world where girls and women matter. You can support our work by donating at www.allgirlsconsidered.org slash donate right now. We can't do this without you. 